0: Welcome back to Just Two Black Girls. It's your girl, Shanae. And it's your girl, Des. And we made it to season three. If you're new here, like, comment, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google. Basically everything. Basically (laughs) everything. Um, So if you're new here, we do post every Friday at 2 p.m. So stay tuned for more content. And a big shout out to Anchor. Anchor is basically responsible for everything
1: that we put out. Just about it. I don't know how to work your laptop, so I think I could start. Welcome back to a new episode. (laughs) Hi, guys. Welcome back. I don't know how it works Janae's laptop, so I kind of messed it up. But welcome back. On this, this week's episode, we're talking about black people in therapy. We're still continuing our insecure our insecure series. And this time we're talking about Molly and her being in therapy and how we, as black people, view therapy. So, Sinead's gonna explain the situation because, Sinead's gonna explain the situation because she, shut up, girl. She's gonna explain it because she's better explaining than I am, so go ahead.
0: So, in the show, Molly runs into an old friend from high school, I'm guessing, and she's like, you know, how you doing, girl, blah, 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 and Molly, and she goes, I'm good, I'm in my best life, I'm in therapy, and Molly looks at her like, bitch, what you in therapy, and so then she didn't, Molly obviously is not going to say that to her face, because black people are very, mm, shit talkers, I am not have time for it, shit talkers, and so, um, molly went back to Issa and was all like oh did i seen so-and-so running and i ran into so-and-so and girl she's in therapy and then Issa was like bitch maybe you need therapy <laughs> she didn't say <laughs> that mean. but
1: she's like
0: oh maybe you should consider you know yeah Issa was trying to sugarcoat it but Issa
1: be telling everyone about themselves but never be
0: talking about herself so lucky but she needed to go to therapy so i just wanted to talk about i guess we can talk about the stigma of black people in therapy like in the beginning and then venture off i think i mean at least for me
1: a lot when i like oh uh, i can use a personal experience this is great oh my gosh okay so i this semester i vocalized going to therapy to like one of my family members first time i've ever like vocalized it like ever like even mentioned it i've vocalized it to like my brother and he, immediately he was like, What's wrong? And, and he was like, I know we had like a rough childhood, but like, what's going on? Are you okay? And then he like I was like, No, I'm good. And then he was like really worried, like there's something going on. And then, um and then like every like couple days he would be checking up on me. He was like, I'm just really worried, are you okay? So I feel like a lot of people when they think therapy, they're like, Okay, you're at your like rock bottom and like you're doing the worst of your worst, but you don't have to be at rock bottom. I feel like those who are are at rock bottom don't go to therapy and those who are like in the middle and like kind of trying to get their life together kind of on the road to it yeah go to therapy but people who like rock bottom don't have a will to live they stray away from therapy because like they don't see a need for it because they don't even want to be alive kind of thing and i feel like a lot of people they think therapy they're like okay negative like they're like or oh, they don't need it because that's how i am well i used to be kind of thing like i don't really need it because like I don't really see the, the point of talking to someone about my problems and then, like, I'm like, what am I gaining? But you know, new beginning, give it a try. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. You know what I mean
0: you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have a different view on therapy just because, like, the many different types of therapy. <laughs> I'm, like, real technical retail with it. Retail
1: therapy. There's retail therapy. Yeah.
0: That's the easy retail therapy. Bitch, <laughs> a copy looking retail real life. But, um, no, I just, I'm talking about, like, physical therapy. I think that's, like, my first, like, intro to therapy. I didn't really think, like, when I heard about therapy, I thought about, like, physical therapy because somebody in my family needed physical therapy because they got into a bad accident. But, like, I was just, like, okay, I was like, black people don't need therapy, I was like, you're dumb, if you don't go to therapy, the hell, they're going there to help you, right, but like, as I grew older, obviously, you know, mental health became a thing, like, it was a thing before, but like,
1: I saw a video about that, they were just like, when you're younger, you're like, oh, I'm so happy, mental health, but you didn't think about it, and they're like, low key, you were depressed then too, you just didn't realize <laughs> it, and didn't understand it until now,
0: yeah, so basically, yeah, that's not that in a nutshell, but, like, yeah. Um. So, like, as I grew up a little bit and, like, um, my mom was really into mental health. And then I met my best friend's mom, who she's also into mental health. And then my best friend's is mental health. And then I'm not into mental health because I'm like, okay, cool, blah, blah, blah. Therapy, everybody should go to therapy. I honestly feel like everybody should go to therapy. Therapy is not for people who are sad only. There are people who are happy, who go through things in life and they just need somebody to talk to or somebody just to listen. Granted, I wouldn't, I don't want to play you to listen to my problems for you not to solve them. But um, I feel like that takes time because it's like you have to build trust with your therapy. I mean, your therapist, but that's just my, my personal take on like the stigma of black people in therapy. I think that's, and then also I think like in the black community, a lot of black people, they take mental health as a joke or they think like that shit is non existent. Oh, God will solve all your problems. Baby, God will solve all my problems, but. um, You also have to put work
1: into it as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's not, he not 100% gonna help you. Because like, if that's the case, everybody like, would be rich. Yeah,
1: I say, it's like saying, Oh, God got me all this test and then not studying a brick and then expecting an A. Like, that's, there's <laughs> no way that could happen. Like, he can help
0: oh, you. He you're breaking.
1: He can help you, like on the road to it, but you have to also be wanting and actively trying to do something. And I feel like, especially in the black community, people just think like, "Oh, they're too strong. When they're strong, they'll just tough it out. They'll handle it." And that's where a lot of people don't realize or like acknowledge the mental health issues that they have. Sinead's over here. Playing I, with apologize. I apologize. I oh apologize. I apologize. She's over here playing with some damn balloons. Anyway, it's fine. Shut up. Anyways, they don't, <laughs> they, don't, <laughs> they don't acknowledge the problems that they have, and it just like festers, and then it just builds like generational trauma because then they take that problem when they don't acknowledge it and they go older and then they have kids and then they. Put that shit Put that on the hey kids. Yeah, like, the not showing emotions. They're, like, toughing it out. You have to be strong when their kid's okay. I have to be strong because it's supposed to be, like, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. So. There are a lot of black um black families who is, like, their kids go through so much emotional um trauma because their parent is un- emotionally unavailable. Like, they don't make time for their kid to be, like, hey... I need to talk to you, like, if your kid comes to you and is all like, I need to talk to you something serious. For example, this is a guy. I always like to use guys because I feel like girls get more empathy. I don't know how else to put that, That's just what They're it more is.
1: validated in their emotions.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: I like that. I still love from boys. I know you
0: <laughs> <laughs> But, um... But, yeah, I feel like if my son, not me personally, because maybe if my son come home crying, it's on a pop. But if um, if my son comes home and is like, oh, my gosh, mom, uh, I need to talk to you about something. And he's talking to me, and all of a sudden he just starts breaking down. I'm not going to look at him funny and be like, toughen up. It's okay, Billy. What would I name my child, Billy? You obviously didn't name show some white ass. It's, it's okay. okay. I don't Xavier. I like that name. I really do. S. It's okay, Xavier. I'm not going to tell him get his ass up and go go. You know, go straighten shit out of your room and come back and talk to me. Like I'm not going to do that. And a lot of people, a lot of parents, you don't think like if somebody else tells you that you don't think you're going to do that. But damn well, that's exactly what you do. So I just feel like that's how you know they're like. Invalidating kids' feelings, and that happens a lot. Like children's feelings are invalidated, but what you don't realize is children are the realest people you'll ever meet.
1: They you will you. tell you. Me resting. They'll tell you. Baby, that don't me. look good on
0: you. <laughs>
1: children <laughs> are mean. Uh, You're
0: like, why are you so fat? Like, <laughs>
1: Why do you look like that? Why is your hair like that? Why are you gay? They, they don't
0: care. They don't care because they're so curious, and that's one thing I love about kids. But then at the same time, you want to punch me. <laughs> Why are titties something like? Um, can I have my can I have my body back? But yeah, I feel like children's feelings up until like maybe high school, your feelings are very much so invalidated because what parents believe. Oh, you don't even know. Half a life. You don't have, you don't know pain. You don't know
1: what pain is yet. You don't know what struggle is yet. I'm like, you could have different levels of struggle. Like, the struggle you had as a middle school, like those struggles that were had me crying, I'm not the same struggles that would have me crying now in college because I'd be like,
0: oh, that's light work. Yeah. But, like, in the moment, I'm sad. That shit hurt my feelings. So,
1: basically, don't invalidate your kids. Don't cause generational trauma and go to therapy. But let's talk about Molly. Molly and her therapist's relationship. She was to with de- multiple therapists, didn't she? Like, she tried, she did trial and error process first, I think. No, no. It's she, the same lady. No, she went to different, like, before, because then it was like, girl, you keep quitting them. And it's like, yeah, they're not good. And then she f- stuck with the black lady finally.
0: Oh, and we could talk about black therapists and black
1: people. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she she went to different, like, therapists over the time. And then she finally settled down. But, like, even with the, when she settled down with that therapist, there was a period of time where she just left that therapist because, like, I guess the therapist said something and she didn't like it. And she left for a period of time and then, like, randomly popped up when her life was basically... But when she was in the process of jumping to therapist, therapist, like, taking a break from that therapist... I feel like that was a sign of her, like, fighting against the therapy, key, Because she was just like, oh, they don't fit me. Or, like, maybe she just thought they, like, weren't saying what she wanted to hear. Because, like, I think she wanted to hear, oh, your life seems pretty great. And when she didn't hear that, she kind of, like, just shut down, kind of. Yeah. Um. So that made it, like, harder for her to, like, actually settle and, like, pick someone that she would really, like, vibe with on the long run. Mm-hmm. And low key, when she got that black lady that was like, oh, good for her because before I'm a black therapist I'm pretty sure I've never had a black therapist before only a white one but I'm pretty sure a black therapist would like make you feel more safe and secure and especially when you're talking about like trauma that only black people face yeah, and like situations like seeing black people being killed on videos posted on like social media, mm-hmm. they'll understand that more than if you, like, they'll understand it but also like feel they're also living in the same pain rather than like a white therapist or like a person of color therapist, they're just, they're just like, they still like can empathize with you but they don't know how it really feels. Uh huh. So therefore, I don't know, Shanae has a black therapist so she knows more about black therapists. <laughs>
0: um. I had an Asian therapist at first. I love my Asian therapist. Lucky, this was kind of fun. She had like paints and shit. So like our therapy sessions wouldn't just be, granted, I only got to go to one of these actual therapy sessions because it was right before COVID hit. But um, it's like when I got in there, she was all like, you know, she had a little Zen shit going on. She had a cat. I don't talk with cats, but that shit was just walking around. And I was like, okay, I guess you are going to be here. And she, like, pulled out, like, a book. And she was just, like, color on the page. I ain't color no pretty picture because I was just coloring lines because I was trying to talk to her about my life. But um, I feel like my therapist then, it was kind of, like, she wanted me to just have a conversation with her through doing something else. Like, she wanted me to be distracted and just let her in.
1: I think that's what therapy should be, like, a conversation. Like, look, key. I've seen this TikTok. Like, there's... I think earlier we were talking about different forms of therapy, like retail therapy, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, like mind swabs and shit like that. Uh-huh. But I saw this TikTok and this girl was recording like a video diary on her MacBook. Um, so like, every day, or, like anytime she's going through something, she would just like, record on her laptop or talk to herself. Mm-hmm. She kept recording until, until things got better. And like, she just like was able to look back on it and... Um Look back on it and just notice that like things do eventually get better, and I feel like that's kind of therapy in itself. Like sometimes people don't automatically want feedback or want to talk to someone, mm-hmm. so going doing stuff like that. Like I literally was like, I want a MacBook just to do that because my camera's kind of boo boo, and I don't. I never actually thought about it like that. Like
0: that's pretty cool. I like that. You should do it because it's a- kind of like a open journal.
1: You should do it because you have a MacBook. If I had an iPad, I would do it. You can record on an iPad. You're
0: you can record on your phone. No, but like my phone. People can go in it. In my camera roll. So like is it like a private <laughs> Is it like a private app? It's like, a, but like no one's going through your videos and stuff and watching them. Why are you talking them. about like, um, uh, my you remember when we say pictures on mm-hmm. my thing? phone? Like it's
1: up there, yeah. Oh. Like no, no one's like, like going to go through it if they like, watch them like that. Especially like if you look distraught in the first five seconds. <laughs> But like on your phone it's different. Like I don't want that on my phone. On the, on the laptop you can like hold it up and like do that so it's like an iPad. You can record on iPads, right? Yeah, so if you it's get, like an iPhone. You get an iPad, you set it up, and just talk.
0: And record? Yeah. I I mean yeah I guess I never thought about having a live diary where I'm just talking. I always thought about like journaling as something I had to write down.
1: And like journaling doesn't also have to be formal. I learned that my way because I like write stuff in my notes now. Where like I have like a a folder in my notes called private. No, it's not called private. Imagine calling it private. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called? Things I wish I could say. And it's just like stuff I could say in general, things I wish I could say to myself, just things I would like, you know. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff in here. Do you ever
0: read this stuff to yourself?
1: Yeah, no, bro. Bro, the first time I wrote in here, I think it was like, the last time I wrote in here was August 16th. Oh, a month ago. Mm. But the first time I wrote in here was like in June. And I read some of them like, damn, girl, this girl was. Wow, it's so funny. Some of them are funny to read. I'm like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys haven't realized by now. Destiny means Loki kind of crazy. Loki, Loki.
1: There's one line that says
0: "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you."
1: <laughs> but there's more to it. But I don't want to read the rest because that's coming. of.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> but
1: yeah, writing in like your notes, like like things like that, and you can you can lock it so no one can open it. I didn't know you can do that shit. Yeah, you can't look. she says no, it's locked, and it just like when it in, in my notes it just says things I wish I could say, and it won't open until I open it with my face or my password.
0: Oh, that's tough. So that's when
1: like there's other ways to like keep, like get your shit out without having like pen and paper write it out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I feel I, but I don't know. For me. When it comes to like journaling, it's like it's a different, it's like aesthetic, bro. That's like no.
1: that's why you like it. You like and aesthetic.
0: I realize like I'm very what is the word? Not organized, but like I just like stuff to be a certain way. <laughs> I'm gonna die like this alone, just alone. She she you, she's going through something. Okay, <laughs> okay now nah. okay it's like intermission. but no, like I like things in different way. So, like for me, like journaling, I like to journal, but I like to have journal prompts. I realize that. Like when people are like, "Oh, journal about your day," I'm like, "That's boring, bitch. I don't want to talk about my that's day." That's boring. I
1: went to class. I went to work. What else?
0: that's It's boring. Like I don't want to talk about what I was doing in class, sleeping. I don't want to talk about how I was playing Angry Birds in the class. Or how I was doing everything but learning exactly. <laughs>
1: that's not me. You.
0: Okay, I don't think that's true. In my research about
1: <laughs> this class, I you were talking for... about angry Angry Birds. Nah,
0: because people in my car in my class be farting. Like, what the am <laughs> <fuck? laughs> <laughs> I supposed to do with that? I don't want to put that in my diary, but that's like stuff to look back at and laugh at. But I'm like, yeah, I just like doing journal prompts. I feel like that's like a very, it's very calming for me because it's like. Oh, like, I know, like, on TikTok, this is how I get my journal prompts. I don't journal, but I should. Um, My journal prompts, they're, like, there's one, they're, like, write a letter to your future daughter. And I was, like, damn, I'm 21. I'm writing letters to my daughter. But I felt so, what is the word? Full of information. So, like, I haven't even started the journal entry because I'm, like, what if I mess up? Like, she's actually going to see this.
1: You should do the journal entry where you can, like, send it to your, you can type it, mm-hmm. the letter, and then you can send it to your, like, you can pick when you want, it. not pick when you want it to be sent, but like, it'll send it some random time in the future. You can say how far along you want it to be sent. You can pick like a year, five years, and they'll send it to your email. Really? Instead of like the paper trail kind of one.
0: That's cool! Uh-huh. I'm going to be learning a lot of stuff while well, we're still talking about Molly and her therapy. But back to Black Therapist, that's how we got there. My bad. Therapy's supposed to be a conversation. Um... I feel like with my black therapist, she's kind of like an auntie. I being honest, she's like an aunt to me. Uh, I don't know. We, I mean, you know, you guys have this type of relationship with your therapist, but I do. She'd be talking to me like if I was like a family member or like her kid. And she just want to smack me and slap my head because I'm crazy, just a little bit. You it. are got a little anger issues too. She'd be like, mm, "Cut that out, man." You said who? So I think it's really. I feel like with the black therapist. I feel like she understands me a little bit more, um, especially my therapist specifically. Like she was in the military, I'm a military kid. So it's, it's kind of like I found somebody who looked like me, not only looked like me, but has shared some experiences, same experiences as I have, and has also like I don't know, been to some of the places I've been, tasted some of the foods I've tasted. You know, I think like it's really important when you are looking for a therapist. If you're black, you don't have to have a black therapist. If you want one, go look for one. But like, you don't have to have a black therapist. I think it's, it's all about common, common, common com, mm-hmm. commonality 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 mm-hmm. yep can't say the word commonality yep that word. Um, <laughs> it's just I feel like once you and your therapist kind of establish that um, relationship, I think that's kind of how that conversation begins. And so like, does was saying with the whole Molly situation? Oh, they're just not doing it for me. They're just not doing it for me. It's like. Did you give them a chance to do anything for you? Therapy is, like, I feel like this. When you go to a new therapist, you have to at least go back three times. First time is your initial intake. They talk to you about everything. Everything. All the shit you don't really talk about, you just scrape the surface. And then the second one, that's when you start getting any gritty. Okay, well, how are you today? You know? What from this, I'm in, they start pulling shit out their ass. I'm not even about to to you. They pull shit out their ass, they were like, oh well maybe this is tied to this. And then you guys start talking deeper. Oh, unrooting things, Keep processing feelings, emotions that you haven't felt yet. And I feel like in my with my therapist, my black therapist, I feel like she and I, like that's exactly what's happening. She's not pulling it out of her ass anymore because like I've been going to this lady since I think I've been going in for like four or five months now. Oh so cute. Anywho, but like yeah. And I went to therapy today and I got an assignment. You know what my assignment is guys? No arguments. Do you know how hard that is for me? I literally just got into an argument with Des like five minutes ago. No,
1: no. We was in a car,
0: but still. It was an argument. It wasn't an argument. We just started. You started. Bruh. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, so I feel like I feel like the stigma around black people and Therapy is therapy is not a bad thing. And if the black community would stop looking at it as that, I think maybe more than half y'all motherfuckers might actually, I don't know, be accepting to something that is new to you. You know? Grow a little bit of understanding of yourself, of others. Processing the emotions that you feel. Feel like all those people I'm not going to cap. This is how I feel. All the people in the hood, I said it. All the people in the ghetto, bang, bang, brah. I gotta work on the streets to make money for my family. All of those people, I feel like you guys should go to therapy. And I'm not saying, oh, something's wrong with you. I'm saying y'all carry a lot of weight, a lot of guilt, a lot of shit on your shoulders. I was like, who the fuck is talking to you about that? How do you internalize in that? And then when you're 50 and you're strung out on drugs, well, what the hell happened? Well, shit, my it, it caught up to me. So I feel like that's like certain, like certain steps, like that is what I need to put in place, like for impl- implications, innovations. What,
1: what are you trying to say? That
0: that's exactly what I was saying. That's exactly what I was saying, guys. This is what happens behind the scenes, and I'm leaving this in there. What? What are you trying to say? That's what I'm trying to say. Implications. Is that what the word is? When you try to prevent something like innovations. Talk about this in um, you're trying to prevent something, mm-hmm.
1: so why did you say prevention? Implication, <laughs> Implications <laughs> and innovations don't that's, have anything to do with that.
0: That's what they be saying in um, GCH. Oh, in the TTM, trans theoretical model. I was just trying to use my words. Here I am trying to use my what I learned in school on my in my everyday life. And do you see what happens, people? At least I tried. But like yeah, I just feel like these are certain things that can prevent a lot of things that might might happen in the future might happen in the future with some of these people who, you know, experience harder hardships in life or experience the struggle as a lot of people like to call it. Right? Correct. So, yeah. You got anything else to add, Beth? Um About black people struggling?
1: No, because we always be struggling. So I <laughs> don't.
0: And see, this is the type of mentality that we- No, we always
1: be struggling. There's nothing. That, well, I don't like talking about black struggles because they always be talking about struggling. We struggle, we struggle. <laughs> and we be struggling, and we still gonna be probably struggling in the next 10 years because the world hates us. So go to therapy. Does the world hate us or do
0: white people hate us? White
1: people are the world. Or the system. The white people are the world.
0: You know, somebody, bro, I got an essay for you to read from one of these freshmen. Only, oh, oh, that's a good topic. Maybe I should do a tiny talk. You should do a tiny talk, quick one. Okay, Tiny, tiny, tiny talk. Tiny, tiny, tiny talk. Stop sucking the
1: air out that balloon. Tiny
0: talk. Okay, so, um, there was this guy who was supposed to write a narrative essay. In Dylan class. Oh! He used name. Sorry, boo. Shout out. Um, And he was basically saying, like, black people are quitters. Oh. That's what the whole fucking episode was about. Is he black? No, he's white. So why is he talking? And he was all like, people try to use things like, oh, I didn't grow up with a father. I grew up in a bad neighborhood. I was so like, why is he you. talking
1: about black people when he's white? What, what does it have to do with him, baby? And then he tried to go into how, um, wrestling. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a <laughs> it's a narrative, so isn't his narrative should be about him? It's a story about him, but let me tell you so how, what does it have
0: to do with. I'm, I'm about to show you how it ties back in. So he was trying to say, like, a lot of people, like, everybody's dealt a different hand, so don't complain about what you got, no matter what happened in the past, what happened in the future. You know, he's saying that, and then he was talking about how he be in martial arts, he, he's he wanted to quit or he was gonna quit by his black belt because of some stuff that happened or some things that he was told and like he just kept going and now he's a black belt after 12 years of trying.
1: Martial arts, racism. He still had to bring up black people for what? He could have just said-
0: He didn't say black people exactly, but the the way that he said like in the past, let me, I'm looking at the time. I got it, so he basically said, this is how he starts." I'm gonna read the first sentence. There are many in this world who spend every waking moment cursing the system and those who succeed in it, instead of accepting that they may be responsible for at least a portion of their unhappiness. That is how he starts it. Then he goes, In recent years, there has been a massive culture shift towards glorifying victimism. And then, you know, he goes on to talk about other stuff, other stuff, other stuff, other stuff, other stuff, other stuff, but like in his, but the thing about it, he started off that way and it's like, bro, who else in the recent years have been victims to the system? And so mind you, he's giving his paper, he's giving his paper, to a black student to read, a black male student to be exact. And he goes, The black male student in his peer review says, You need to reevaluate your life. I see, sure. You need to start reflecting on your life. But I just don't understand, like, because, stuff like that. Because, oh, so honestly,
1: let's analyze what he's talking about his issue is. Something to prevent him from getting a black belt in martial arts. Who the fuck cares about martial arts? Let's be honest, Like, if you think of that black belt, when his life has gone downhill, it would have been a trickling effect. When people are dealt a bad hand, no idea. when people are dealt a, ba- a bad hand, and there's stuff that impacts their life, and it becomes a trickling effect, that's when it's important. But nigga, no one cares about your damn martial arts and you not getting your belt. Let's be honest, Like, you got your belt, congratulations. Oh my gosh, people.
0: That's all I wanted to say for time, time, time talk. I just wanted to make you mad before the episode. Ah, <laughs> oh, but stuff like that, and that's and that's another thing. It's like stuff like that. It just, it's like you get you thinking. Okay, a black student is reading this. How does that make them feel? Who do they get to go talk to about that? Why can't males talk about their feelings? <laughs> that's another episode, baby girl. Mm. All right, you heard it here first, strokes? We we'll talking about that in another episode. And that's it.
1: That's it for just two black girls. Thank you guys for tuning in this Friday. We'll see you next Friday with another episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>